You are now in tune to a 726 studio production. <laughs> yeah, let me stop my shit. Yo, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Planet Josh. I hope that you're doing well while you're listening to this episode. And well, if you're not, I hope that you feel better soon. Whether it's mental or something physical, I hope you feel better soon. So another episode means that more thinking and well, for some reason, I tend to overthink what I want to talk about on this podcast. And it makes no sense because at the end of the day, it is my podcast. It should be free flow and I should just be talking about whatever and what's not. But at the same time, I'm talking, but I'm not the one listening. So I try to make it make sense for those of you that take the time out to listen to this podcast. So, you know, whenever the episodes start off, it goes off with 726 studio production, all that type of bullshit. And a lot of you probably wonder why the hell 726? Like, what do those numbers mean? And well, those numbers are just simply my room number. And that's the reason why I just randomly blurted it out when we were starting up this whole podcast. So now it is kind of like a 726 production because at the end of the day, we all play a part in getting this podcast done. So as you guys know, at the beginning, Henry was the main one that did like the editing and all that stuff for me. But I'm at this point where I edit all my own episodes and what's not. But his equipment still plays an important part in getting all of this done. Because, well, of course, without the mic, I wouldn't be able to record my episodes. Brandon, my other roommate, he does his part in his own way. So many times when I'm about to record an episode, he's also in the room. And so, you know... When I'm recording, it has to be quiet. So he does his part in, you know, being quiet, whether it is, you know, putting in his earphones or what's not. Just, you know, cooperating with me and helping me to get it done. So, you know, both of them, I greatly appreciate their contribution to helping me get this done. Anyways, let's move on to today's episode. For this episode, I just want to talk about home. And as you can tell, based on the title of it, There's No Place Like Home, obviously I'm going to focus a lot on my home. But... Besides that, I want to get into what we define as home and how it helps to shape who we are. So for the majority of the time, like I said, I want to talk about my home, and that is the little town of Punta Gorda. So for those of you that don't know about it, you'll learn about it in this episode. So first off, when it comes to thinking of the word home, we associate it with the place that we live. You know, more often than not, probably a building. But for this episode, I'm more focused on that of a place, such as a city or a town. You know, your hometown. So I'd say home is where you're from. It's this place that you have this deep connection to. It has your roots, your foundation. And as cliche as it is, home is where the heart is, for real. When it comes to having a home, not everyone is lucky to grow up in the same place for the entirety of their lives. Some people grew up in many places, whether it's different parts of a city, different parts of a country, or different parts of the world. And, you know, you can have more than one place that you call home. There's no rule that restricts you to just one. Well, I've never heard of it, and I think if they did have one, it makes no sense. Moving on, I've been in Taiwan for about three years and three months or four months, more or less. I'm not too 100% sure of the exact time. But over that time, it has allowed me to, you know, start realizing how important home really is to me. It's like, you know, the old saying that goes, you don't know what you have until it's gone. And that's true in a sense for this, but it's not like home is gone from me, but it's just like, you know, 
you appreciate it more when you can look at it from afar. You get to see the entirety of it, the beauty, whatever it may be. And so over this time of being in Taiwan, I've had the chance to talk about Belize in so many different ways with so many different people. And I'd say it has always been a great experience to talk about where I'm from. So back in my freshman year, that was 2018, me and two of my friends, we went to a junior high school where we had to present on our different countries. And well, because it was three of us and we all came from three different places, we didn't really have a lot of time to really get into depth with what we were going to present. However, I was fortunate enough to, you know, get a chance to revisit the same high school. Now, it wasn't the same set of students, but it was the same environment. And this time it was me, myself, and I. So I had like an hour and a half to just get into things about what I want to talk about Belize. So, for example, I introduced general stuff about the country. I talked about the people. I talked about our food. I talked about nature, the different things that we have to offer for like, you know, tourists. And of course, I had to teach them a little bit of Creole. Now, the Creole that I taught them was very, very basic, like maybe four or five different words and phrases. Like I couldn't get into what I got into for my Creole episode because, well, especially then I taught people some curse words like ras and shit like that. And I'm not going to go to a high school and do that in front of the teachers. Like, you know, it doesn't make sense. I wouldn't do it at all. But yeah, um, it was a pretty good feeling to, you know, be able to just talk about my country for so long. And I'd say overall, the greatest feeling of all was being able to answer their questions and, you know, you have that interest spark up on their face and they're intrigued by it on and what's not to the point that there was like this one kid that was so intrigued by it that he just kept on asking questions. He was like, how long does it take to get to my country? Well, why do I keep saying my country? How long does it take to get to Belize? Um, how much does a ticket cost? I don't know. I'm not buying any tickets right now. But different things like that, like he's really gathering information like, okay, for real, for real, he wants to go there. And speaking of going there, I remember like at the end of the presentation, a lot of them asked me for my Instagram. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Let them follow me because at the same time, the more people that follow me get to see me post about Planet Josh and they will check it out too, hopefully. When they followed me, I checked out a couple of their stories and I saw this one student, she posted like, you know, a picture of when I was showing a video and she was like, you know what? I want to go to Belize, cancel Thailand. Sorry, Thai people. But yeah, they don't want to go there anymore. They're going to go to Belize. <laughs> like, I mean, what are the odds that they do? But it was still nice to see that, you know. So besides that high school experience, I've had classmates that I talked to, people in the dorm. And more often than not, these people don't know where Belize is. And that's fine with me because Belize is pretty small. And to be honest, I didn't really know much about Taiwan before I got here anyways. So it's fine. I don't take it as, you know, rude or what's not. Not everyone studies the entire world, and it's cool. But besides that, I got the chance to talk about Belize on a podcast. Now, I think I mentioned this whole podcast thing, this whole experience, like maybe one of the first two episodes, maybe the first one. But I got the chance to get on this podcast because my girlfriend has a friend that has a podcast. And at that point in time, he used to like to interview foreigners that were in Taiwan, you know, to get them to talk about their countries and to talk about their experience in Taiwan, like, you know, compare and contrast their countries with Taiwan. So now I got on there, I talked about Belize, things that I do. And when I talked, you know, I was just talking for myself personally, because 
you know, different people in Belize do different things. And I'm a very simple, chill, laid back person. So if someone else that does a lot of things listen to me talk, they're like, oh, you're so boring. You don't do this. You don't do that. And I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. But yeah, so I just talked about that and what's not. And for those of you that want to check it out, his podcast name is BTW Podcast. Like BTW, you know, like when we use for by the way. But yeah, BTW Podcast. These days, I'm not too 100% sure what he talks about because most of the episodes have been in Chinese. So for those of you Taiwanese listeners or people that understand Chinese, feel free to go ahead and check it out and let me know what's been going on over there. So imagine doing a podcast talking about Belize is what triggered me into getting into podcasting. And here I am 24 episodes later, along with you guys that have been along with me for this journey. So we've come a long way. So enough about all of that. Let me talk about my country, Belize. And sure, I do have listeners that are from Belize, and I may have those that are from my hometown as well. But I'm still going to talk about it for those of you that just don't know about Belize, and this is your introduction to it. This is that little nudge, so you go and you search more about it and, you know, want to learn more about it. So Belize is this lovely little country that's located in Central America, but also has ties to the remainder of the Caribbean. So we have a little bit of both worlds. And with that comes along much more diversity. Now, like, let's just say, you know, not to come off as rude or what's not. But when you think about, you know, Asian countries, you can assign a specific look to different countries based on, like, their background, their ethnicity. However, in Belize, Belizeans don't have a look. And everywhere you go, you see a different person, different people of different races, different color, skin, different everything. We all have different backgrounds, and that's what makes us a melting pot. And like I said, for those of you that have met Belizeans here in Taiwan, if you meet one today, there's no you know, guarantee you can figure out who the next person is, like if that next person is from Belize or they're not, because we look any kind of way, like any face you can imagine in this world, I think there's a Belizean that can match it as well. So that's the crazy part. But enough about that part. Belize is filled with so much nature. Hell. I grew up next to the sea. I mean, not next to it. The sea was my backyard. And unfortunately, I don't know how to swim. Yes. I grew up like, what, 12 years? Nah, I moved to Bamapan at 10. But still, 10 years of living next to the sea and still visiting during the vacations, like summer, Christmas, whatever it may be, and not learning how to swim. I am not proud of it, but it is what it is. Um, we have a lot of rivers, waterfalls. A lot of green, a whole lot of green. Everywhere you go, you see trees. And there's a lot of mountains all over the place. Now, I don't think the average Belizean hikes as much as people do here in Taiwan. But, you know, it would be possible if they would like to. But at the same time, there's probably way too many wild animals out there to, you know, just go casually hiking. Unlike Taiwan, Belize doesn't really have paths that are cleared out for hiking, you know. Like here, they might actually make something so people hike like stairs or something. But to the best of my knowledge, and don't quote me on it, but I just don't think we have like those things in place to make hiking easier for people. So now moving on from just talking generally about the country, I want to talk about my town, PG, or Punta Gorda, which is the official name, but we just shortened it to PG. It's a pretty small town. 
not that much people there, but I like it that way. I'm more someone that likes peace and quiet, nothing much going on. I'm a very simple guy, like I always say. Now, don't get me wrong, I have adjusted well to the life here in Taipei, but sometimes it's a little bit too, you know, fast compared to what I'm used to, and eh, I'm very chill and laid back. So, PEG fits my personality, if you want to say it like that. Well, of course, besides the whole C part, because, you know, my personality doesn't have fish in it, but let's not get into that. That's not necessary. It's all good. So, PG is a part of the Toledo district, which is often referred to as the forgotten district in Belize because it is what it is. And it is true that they do forget us. And you know what? We're still blessed with a lot of talented people, land, and all that sort of stuff. But people always overlook us. But it's all good. It's always good being the underdogs, you know? So it was nice to grow up in a small town. But... Of course, everything has its pros and cons. And I would like to think that the biggest con of it all is that of its size. Because, so it's nice that you know a lot of people. Like, to be honest, almost everywhere you go, either you know someone or your friends know them and what's not. So, like, you practically know the entire town. Like, almost. And for my sake, it was unfortunate that my family has always had a business. So back in the day, my grandpa had like a general store that just sold like everything you need, groceries. Um, I don't even know all what he sold. And when he passed away, my dad kept it going, you know, having the store as well. And along the way, my brother transformed it into a pharmacy because at that point in time, there were a lot of other stores around that sell basically the same. And it's like it was, you know, you're fighting a losing battle almost. And then so converting it into a pharmacy made a lot more sense. And because my family had these businesses, they've always been known. And because they're known, people know me. And it's like, oh, you're Vance's son, you're Betty's son. I'm like, oh, you can't run away from it. And like, you know, it's not like out here where you can do whatever you want to do. Now, I'm not saying I'm out here wilding and what's not. But you can just do whatever you want to do without people minding your business for you. And that's, you know, that gives you a peace of mind. Whereas back at home, you have to be careful what you do. Even if you're not doing anything out of the way, you know, you just want to stay on your toes because you don't want to mess up and do some shit that will end up going back to your parents and that's a whole nother mess. And it's like, uh, yeah, please just, just avoid all of this. Like I said back in the intro, I think where you're from shapes you into who you are. The town is very peaceful, quiet, and chill. And I guess in a sense, it has molded me into that type of person. Now, when I say it like that, it doesn't mean that people from the town are lazy. It's just like, you know, you're more relaxed, you're more easygoing and what's not. And I think that's pretty much me. And I think, for example, most of my friends are just chill guys. They just like to joke around. And, you know, it's always a good vibe. So I miss home. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know when I'm going to go back, probably next summer or sometime after that. But at the same time, though I miss home, I think I mostly miss the people because right now the situation in Belize where it keeps going up and down with the different COVID regulations is like, uh, yeah, I think I'm good over here. I don't want to have to deal with all of that unnecessary stress. But eh, that's a later problem. We'll get to that when we get there. So now, like I said, many people have numerous homes because, you know, they move from place to place. And all of these different places, you know, have a different meaning to them, a different connection. 
As for myself, I'd say in Belize, I have two home sweater. Well, of course, PG is my number one. But Belmopan still has some connections to me because I did all of my high school years. I did my two years at the university there, well, UB. And so, you know, that was a key moment in my whole growing up. Whereas the majority of my younger years, you know, half of that, you don't even understand what the hell is going on. But at the same time, I still refer to myself as from PG. Like if anyone meets me anywhere, it's like, where are you from? Oh, I'm from PG. Anyone meets me out here in Taiwan? Oh, I'm from PG. But some people I do tell them like, you know, I used to live in Belmopan at some point and what's not, what's not. So yeah, I'm from all over. And we've gotten to a point here in Taiwan where it feels like it's a new home for me. Now, like I said, it's kind of busy for me, but I've adapted to all of it. I know how things work. I'm already used to my environment. And along the way, I've met great people, whether it's at school, outside of school. Um, you know, it has made the experience an enjoyable one. You know, and that's all that matters. If you have good people around you and you have a good time, it makes everything feel good. And well, you know, like I always say, I don't really associate that much with Belizeans out here. It's not like I have anything against them. I just feel like, you know, at the same time I'm out here in Taiwan, if I only associate with Belizeans, what's the point of leaving the country if I'm only going to be around the same people I was around with for the majority of my life, you know? Now, like I always have to clarify, I do have Belizean friends and people I'm cool with, but I just don't like going to these large gatherings, these different events and what's not, what's not. But yeah. So I think that's pretty much all for the episode. I feel like I came to an abrupt end. But before I wrap it up, I think I gotta fill you guys on an epic fail that happened in this episode. So, I set up the mic, I put on the mic, I did everything. I have it in front of me, I'm talking this entire time. But at the same time, I have my earphones in because, you know, I'm gonna need it to edit later. And that has its own built-in mic. So, I forgot to press the button on the audio box to actually turn on the mic. So... The whole time I was talking into the mic, I thought I was using the actual mic, but I was actually using the mic from my earphones. And it wasn't until Henry came and he looked at me and he was like, oh, it's not on. I'm like, what you mean? And then I realized I'm like, oh, shit, this is an L. But thank God the quality from the microphone on this earphones is kind of all right. It's decent enough. So I think this episode sounded okay enough. So yeah, do you guys have it? Full, you know, transparency. But before I wrap up, I have to remind you guys as always to hit that subscribe button on whatever you're using to listen to this podcast on. For those of you Apple Podcast listeners, go ahead and give the podcast a five-star rating. Drop a review along with it if you feel like. And yeah, for those of you on social media, even though I've contemplated closing the entire Instagram account, I might take a break from it at some point. But anyways... You can find the podcast on Instagram at underscore planet Josh underscore. And you can hit me up on Twitter at J underscore mama 97. As always, I will be placing the links in the description to make it easier for you guys to find these accounts. But yeah, y'all stay blessed and have a good one. I'm going to catch y'all on the next episode. Peace.